What's going on, Scotty? Ready for some Grow Talk here? Hanging out? Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. As long as Guru is here to answer all the hard questions. Guru, what's up, brother? What's going on, guys? <laughs> yeah, we're doing it live. What did, I don't know what this means. Is this just a lack of preparation doing it live, man? <laughs> Keep doing it live until we really screw it up. And then, like, live goes away for a couple months until we get the confidence again. I love it. Hey, dude, nice fucking background, by the way. That's where we're a little bit late is dude was playing with his backgrounds. But, uh, dude, that's gorgeous. That's a, I can't help but look at that bamboo over, over your shoulder, sir. The bamboo's not too shabby. Yeah, we had a little, we had a little tech issues. I had to get my Cat 5 hardwired. Oh, sorry. Cat, Cat 6. 6 now, Scotty. Yeah, sorry. 1987 Cat. called. They went their cable back. The show demands Cat 6 internet connection. Some variables outside, of course. We'll see what happens. But yeah, I like switching it up. Hopefully people enjoy it. It's nice to have a few different shots. And honestly, when it's this nice out, I love to sit outside. So Ain't that the truth? I was bumming a little bit, and I went and sat outside, and I was just breathing the fresh air. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, man. Back to uh, baseline. Cool down there yet a little bit for you guys? You're up in the 90s still. No, it was beautiful this morning. It was absolutely beautiful. I don't know how to be in the 70s this morning, no guru? Yeah, I definitely think so. Yeah. It was it well, was that's the morning. Pretty yeah, it was I mean it's still high today. It's probably 77. Yeah. Oh I, wow. I nice. believe when I saw Guru first thing this morning, he goes, if there was ever a day where we didn't work and took the boat out. Oh this no, no, no. I was saying ever a day that we go and work while we're out on the boat. Oh, nice. Because it's nice outside. You're not just going to roast in the sun. I'm surprised I didn't fall for that. Huh. For too. those of you that don't know, Scotty's boat style is pontoon. Pontoon. Which I dig. Man. Pontoon. Used pontoon from the last millennia. Okay. I think my boat style would be, uh, I think they call them like a rib craft, you know, like Zodiac style shit, ocean, like freaking action adventure shit, man. Bring yeah. it. Yeah. You're the guy that pays more for your Zodiac inflatable than I pay for my pontoon boat. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's you. <laughs> you live right next to a lake, so I'll, I'll give you credit. My golden rule is I will own watercraft when I actually can have it in the water where I live. Yeah, then they just I, sink. I, then your neighbor just knocks on your door. Hey, man, your boat's sinking again. Uh, All right, let me give you a show rundown today, guys, over on dudegrows.com. Grower questions. Uh, we got transplanted and topped auto by Smoky Bear. Chucking some pollen by Windy City Garden. Hmm, that's, Does know, Smoky that Bear like mean anything to you, man? Smoky Bear? The Nah, yeah, hell yeah. Are you kidding me? That's the Smokey Bear and the Bandit or whatever? It's the cops, man. Smokey Bear was like, I remember I lived through the CB days of the 70s, and you would get on the CB and talk to each other. It'd be a Smokey Bear. You got a Smokey Bear up ahead, man. There is a lot of different, yes, yeah, Smokey. Uh, for some reason, I called them Johnny Stokers for a while. Fuzz. Isn't Fuzz one as well? We got the, the fuzz. fuzz, man. You get caught by the Fuzz, bro. I don't know that. how 5-0 necessarily. 5-0, yo, 5-0, be cool. Yeah, that's Hawaii 5-0 that comes from, right? All right, we got Did I Just Make a Huge Mistake Topping Too Late by Birdman1991 and Genetics and Seed Prices by Oreo Laser King. What's up? Delicious. <laughs> Not too shabby. Good late night snack. Before we do it, dudegrows.com forward slash support. Guys, take you over to Patreon. I uh, got a video up for you guys over there if you haven't checked it out. I believe just after the last show of uh, it's kind of the expanded video going over what's going on in my outdoor with the autos for the first time. When you guys sign up to support the show, we always like to give back with some of the sponsors we're working with, such as Seeds Here Now. It's going to hook you up with the Best Coast Genetics Pack free for one time for new members, uh, as well as 30% off recharge. You Canadians, I upped it, man. I'll see how much I more. I gotta work. I gotta work on Scotty. I got twenty percent off recharge for you up here, RechargeCanada.ca, uh, as well as the big hookups coming up. Grower hookups every month. The HLG 550R spec uh, hooking up on July twentieth. So stay tuned for that. You can, if you want to make uh, enter to win that, you go over on Patreon. There's a post that says HLG 550 grower hookup. Comment there. We're gonna go through the comments and get the lucky winner, Scotty. I dig. I dig. Still dig. Wait, do you eat Oreos, man? Mr. No Preservatives eating Oreos late at night? Um, it's uh, Newman's <laughs> own brand of them. Can you just get your wife to snap a picture? Because the memes would never stop on that. Dude, late night, shirtless, eating Oreos. 
The only thing that is, uh, I guess, still a late night, maybe once quarterly, I'll say quarterly, I will get down on some hot and spicy Cheez-Its, like eat a whole big bag, you know, just uh, <laughs> get that MSG in me and like, mm, good stuff. Somehow, somehow a, a bag of those cheese puffs, what are they called, cheese doodles, the big puffy ones, uh, showed up at my house and I was like, oh man, I used to like these as a kid and I ate one. And just, I'll, I'll use a, a food term here, the mouth feel was just disgusting. I was like, it was just like just melted crap in my mouth. I was like, no, no. Ooh, ooh, if you're going for a good mouthfeel and like the cheesy thing, you got to go with Cheetos, man. Cheetos are the only way to go. I don't even think I know what Cheetos are. Those are those like hard ones. That's the one with like... I think it's like the tiger is the the mascot. Oh, those are the gross ones. I'm telling you, those are the ones that... uh, Yeah, after you get over 40, man. Your mouthfeel changes. (laughs) Do a mommy... Two more things. If you do hear a little bit of a diesel truck for a moment, that's my neighbor, since it's sunny out, going out with his wife to go canoeing at the lake, because that's the Canadian thing to do, Scotty, is go canoeing. One of the great Canadian pastimes. I was thinking of, I got the Google picture dealio that shows you uh, in LaBelle, down where the bamboo farm is. The big thing to Uh do is go mudding. And it was me standing next to a Suzuki Samurai with tires on it that almost touched in the middle. Like there was zero clearance between the front and back tire. It was awesome. Let me get out of this dudegrows.com forward slash support. Uh, you guys also can go over there, dudegrows.com forward slash merch. If you want to hook up on some shirts, some hoodies, trying to get some other gear up. And as Guru says, as we all say, help build the show. Comment, like, subscribe, share, tell your fellow growers. Uh, we rely on the DGC to spread the word of the show, and it's been working out pretty good. Sure has. Absolutely. And tell your right. grow store, too. I've actually been calling some grow stores up, introducing myself, and it sure does make it easier when they're like, hey, what's up, brother? We check out the show. So it's been nice. Thank you all <laughs> for that. I got a Dank Nug here by Smokey Bear, and this is off to grows. All y'all, all y'all can get your Dank Nugs up. This is called a Transplanted and Topped Auto by Smokey Bear. Breaking all the rules, right? Uh, you would think so, but is it bro science, real science? Let's, let's talk about it, man. It says, these autos are 57 days from seed. Sativa Moby Dick was topped at day 21. Both were started in solid cups. I think he made like the solo cup style. It says, I had no room in the tent for large pots at that time. So because the other is a Northern Lights cross with Big Bud, day 57, no flowering yet. Not sure if it's an auto. It's almost six feet tall and three feet wide in a seven-gal bag. Must be the recharge, Scotty, Jesus. he says. I'll take it. <laughs> Come on. That's the opposite of my auto. That, is that thing's flowering already? It's an auto. Holy yes. fuck. And the one below, that's the auto he topped. So in the one below... Um, is that he's not sure if it's an auto. I'm going to say not. He should see more flowering at this point in time, right? Uh, no, it depends when you planted it. Don't forget, True. autos flower when, when, you know, it's a time thing, not a, uh, what's it called? Not, you know, not a photo. Photo dependent. Yeah. Yeah, but he says day 57. Uh, so, uh, yeah. neighbors yeah, excited right. to go canoeing. They had to honk. Nice All right. I figured his rooms oh. would be bigger, man. The point I was getting at is I've always been taught or, you know, don't top autos at day 21. And I'm looking at a couple of my autos and my grow style never usually has that strong central stock. I'm always topping it. So I get more of the other side ones and I think it can handle it fine. Um, I, you know, I, I think if your plant's healthy, aggressive, and we got another question coming up on uh, high stress training or super cropping. So. Well, so, but the idea is, you know, the idea behind topping a plant it always for me was evening up the canopy because the lights are in one spot. I don't want one bud just right close to the lights. I want the light penetrating the canopy evenly. If you're growing outdoors, is that a thing? Um, uh, you're, outdoors, you're definitely going to have a lot more, uh, Penetration, because you have you think of it, the sun is a super diffuse light coming through, but yep. still very intense. Yep. So it's able to get into like all the nooks and crannies and uh, darker spots on the inside of the plant. But with autoflowers, the main thing in training them, um, I, I know we always say that like you're not supposed to transplant one or top one. That's uh, like the advice for everyone. Um, if you understand like uh, mitigating plant stressors, sure, that's going to be the main thing with autoflowers is that, and actually just growing on any plant is mitigating the stresses that it's going to have, so that uh, if you transplant it, it doesn't go into shock and have like two weeks of lag where it's just transplanted and ready to go, or if you're topping when it's uh, 
like underwatered or something like that. Sure. It, you, you're stressing the plane out like in compounding ways where if you're able to do those things without really stressing the plane out much or not skipping a beat, then you definitely can get away with it. Yeah, I think auto flowers are kind of like, hey, just take this seed and plant it and stand back. You know, maybe fertilize it once or twice. You don't have to transplant it. Put it in a five-gallon bucket, you're fine. But it seems like one of those things that might come with some real simple instructions and where you could probably dig a bit deeper into it. And if you... If you want to hear um, Scotty almost sound like, not like you're going to get in a fight, but some conflicting views with Mr. Good old Jeff Lowenfels, um, right? Wasn't that Jeff Lowenfels we had on the podcast to discuss autos? Yeah. Because he has a new not. book out. Yeah, but I hope I didn't sound like that. I was just trying to bust. No, no, it was it was, it was handled it was handled well. But just search Jeff Lowenfels, dude grows, I, you'll catch it. I think he might have been on twice, so it was the second one, but good yeah, time. He has a book out. respect to that guy, man. I fall asleep to his books at night. All right, I got another grow question. This is a grow question. This is chucking some pollen by Windy City Garden. Right. It says, yo, what's up, Scotty, dude, guru, and soup maestro, and everyone else who drops the knowledge and makes this community so fun and all of us better growers. Yes. Thank you. Because I wanted to get into chucking some pollen, so I've got a nice little seed stock, but also because the topic of breeding is dense and interesting. Uh, I've got my, my parent seeds selected, and I'm about to clear the tents and begin the hunt. My question, once my lady is in flower pollinated, will I need to continue with st- the standard flower macronutrients, PK, phosphorus, potassium, or should I plan on adding nitrogen back in the mix? Is there anything else I should be adding that helps seeds form? What nutrient regimen should I follow for seed production? Thanks, everything, and stay lifted. I like that question. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, does the nutrients change in, in Mother Nature in the ground too much? Is it really the micro population um, that changes? What is getting to the plant changes, um, but that's based off of the mi- microbial population that's there and what that plant actually needs at that time, right. if it's available. Hey, speaking of I what we use- need at the time, I just want to shout out to uh, Malibu Splash, something I need. You know, it gives me a great lunchtime pleasure. New sponsor? Of the, no, they actually don't sponsor the show. Can you imagine if you really had to do that, man? Oh no, yeah, that would not not be good. Only <laughs> only for the products that I use and like myself. But yeah, I can't have a full untainted show. But that's a pretty good one there, Scott. Thank I would you. do it for HelloFresh if they offered us sponsorship stuff. I haven't uh, opened one of these yet. Um, it doesn't seem like it's really for me, but uh, it just makes me laugh. I've been I kept it on my desk at work, and it just makes me laugh, man. I will tell you, Scotty, that a Malibu like that with some coconut water is refreshing. Oh, it's good for like uh, if your kid's having a sweet 16 or something like that. Oh, jeez. I think All it's right, kind of crazy that, here that kids Jamie. these days get to just skip the whole like getting drunk off Four Locos and binge drinking and stuff and they just get drunk off of uh, seltzers. Yeah. You know, it's I mean, not fair. Yeah, what happened to puking off tequila? Man? <laughs> Cheap tequila. Come uh, on. Uh, Alright, Jay Maestro has a good comment here. Alright. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, this is, says, once a female plant has been pollinated, it doesn't need to be kept on a flower schedule with flowering formulas. You don't need to go crazy with the main NPK ratios. A pollinated plant will continue to produce seed, even if you put it back in the veg room. One element in particular you want is at its highest tolerated level would be sulfate, around 80 ppm. Calcium, magnesium, and sulfur are the other three macro elements behind hydrogen, oxygen, carbon, potassium, nitrogen, and phosphorus. Sulfur. Yeah, hey, whoa, that's controversial there, man. He called sulfur a macronutrient, man? No, so but- sulfur in the form of sulfate is crucial for healthy seeds. And he put a link in here of Maestro's Guide to Cannabis Nutrition. So shout out, Maestro. Appreciate that information. I've always heard that, that uh, sulfur brings the dank. It brings out flavor and odor. And when I've talked to folks that really know, uh, they say sulfur is used like a macronutrient. They do. And especially it's it's used a lot in the formation of uh, like secondary plant metabolites, be it terpenes, flavonoids, yeah. THC, stuff like that. Got to point out got to point out a comment from someone. Yes, sir. A uh, painted lady was saying that Scotty must have caught his daughter with the Malibus. Called <laughs> it. <laughs> No, they're for the Sweet 16. When I walk around, I just want to seem like I fit in. Hey, guys. Hey, fit in. Good conversation (laughs) here as well. Thanks, just cooling soup. Barely burning, burly burn hardly. (laughs) I I I had to get that one out. Uh, Good commentation over there on dudegrows.com. But we do have another good comment here off YouTube, Scotty, from Tokes Grow... And I was going to say 20 hours ago, but that's not his name. That's what it is. So this is Tokes <laughs> underscore G-R-O. 
So a lot of, and this is more a little more auto talk, I don't mean to be heavy laden with it today, but it kind of just fit into the show. It says a lot of autos push a lot of growth during the first few weeks of flower. I'd stay away from super cropping autos at all unless you know the genetics. This is where last grow talk I featured what's going on in my grow, which I have some pictures here. I've really bent over and to the point where the stem I could feel break, you know, right. not all the way, both so I could feel the, the cracking type feeling you get in your finger, which I want because it, it heals so quick. So he goes, I'm glad you guys are trying, trying out autos, no matter how much we might cringe watching you all do it. But growing is all about learning and experimenting, so keep at the autos. Who knows? You might find a genetic you actually like. Thanks for the show as usual. So Hang in on. rebuttal, what's up? Yeah, I'm just, is he cringing because it's against practice to super crop autos? Or is he cringing because it looks like you're breaking someone's arm? I think it falls into both categories. As Guru was saying earlier, um, I don't know if you call it best practices. You, when a plant's on such a, a timer, if you will, you don't want to just hold it back too much. Right. But when they're super healthy, I mean, look at okay, look at this first picture here called Super Cropping Heel. If you watch the last Grow Talk, this whole top was bent all the way over, even down below 90 degrees. And within one light cycle, it was just... All the way back up. Yep. So and I mean, like, they sent that thing some emergency care. Was Were there auxins? Is that right, Guru? But it just goes, fuck this. We're way too healthy, man. I it got is, you, brother. Uh, you're, when, you're, when you're super cropping like that, you are redistributing the auxins from the highest. They, they generally congregate at the highest points in the plant or the apical meristems. Right. When you bend that down below other apical meristems, those auxins shift and will move to there. Makes yeah, sense, so dude. I, Look at the second picture here. I couldn't handle that because I need to bend them over. I'm trying to even out my canopy a little bit so they're not shading out the other ones. I mean, I can lift up the other ones. I got to find awkward pots and things to do that with. Um, so I bent it over again. That's Henry. What's that? I said, that's Henry right there, man. That is beat. <laughs> and then the last picture, this is the desired result I like to go for. I want it to heal. I like it if it can come back and heal right at a 90 for me. So it goes straight out and then up again. And I gained the, you know, I took it down four to five or six inches of height. And that's what I wanted to do. So do you partially um, I, live in a log cabin, dude? What's going on there, man? Partially. Yes. That's probably why the uh, Wi-Fi doesn't go very good outside the walls when I'm getting pissed on my patio with bad Wi-Fi. <laughs> Damn, man. I tell you what, a log cabin, you're changing, man. It looks just like the color. I like it. It's like the Lincoln Logs that you played with. It looks like Lincoln they, Logs. Yeah. I, I could build that, that bro. I could build you that, all right? Did you have Lincoln Logs as toys? I had a Fuck bunch of Fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Graduated to Legos very quickly and connects. Yeah, as the world changed, wood toys went to plastic toys. Yes, it's true, man. They're Unless you go to a Montessori school, then they only have wood toys. Yeah. No, yeah. this is not true. My daughter went to Montessori school, but they uh, they do preach some good shit. You might have gone to a Montessori-styled school. Ooh, There's a big difference. I, one of my old roommates was a Montessori teacher. It was a Montessori Amish school, all right, Guru? I did it all. <laughs> hey, I am getting ready to do a Sweet 16, and they asked me for ideas, and I came up with life-size Chenga. You guys know, mm -hmm. you, see, you know what I mean? The big blocks, man. We ha we used to have that at the restaurant I used to work at. For, You're not invited, dude. For on super slow days. Yeah, it was. it's fucking, I seen it, man. It looks awesome. It's better than Lincoln Locks, man, because you can get hurt. All right, got another grower question here. Did I just make a huge mistake topping too late by Birdman1991? Uh -oh. Hope not. Says, I just want to start off by saying, I can't thank you all enough for the knowledge and good vibes and excellent entertainment. Thank you for digging them. I'm unfortunately out here in Prohibition land growing in five-gallon fabric pots, some Fox Farm Cocoa Core with two 1,000-watt HPS and the Flora Trip along with some Recharge. Oh, wow. Some good shit. I've heard to wait until four to five nodes to top. Now, what that means is like, right, four to five different sets of leaves coming out, correct? Yes. Nodes? Yes. Okay, it says my plants are about three weeks into veg, and I just topped them for the first time. I was tempted not to because the stems are so thick, but went ahead and made the hardest cut I've ever had to make. I said, did, did I make a mistake? My topping was such a thick stem or stock that's about the size of a number two pencil. Thanks Yowza. to some recharge and love. And no mistake. That'll come back. Or I should say that will come back, so no big deal. But I wouldn't chop them when they're that small, would you, dude? 
Um, let me look at the upper picture here. I don't know how much height he took off. You know, he might have taken off four to six inches. I don't think he made a bad uh, eh, nothing mistake. terrible. Oh, well, what you got to see is those. It's a classic picture. There's two other nodes that are going to become your tops now. So you took one top. Now you've got two tops coming out. And the idea is that's how you, uh, you know, flatten flatten the top, man. So anyway, well, I, I think you'll be fine. But normally I wait till the plant is, I don't know, a foot maybe. If this is just me, foot, 18 inches, something about a foot, I'd say. Let it kind of mature, get some really big leaves out, and then chop it. Just some general rules. Uh, I, I, I like yes, to I like to top or consider topping okay once the plant has like six true nodes on it. Um, that to me is a good time to top it. And as long as you're in veg and in control of the light cycle, to answer this question, it's never too late to top a plant. You just don't want to top within like uh, seven to 10 days before you're going to flip to flower just to make sure that the plant is hormonally balanced from that top before you go and flip it over to flower and hormonally imbalance it even more. Guru says, what about, all right. What about this? I got paranoid. Um, if I were, which I'm not, to top those autos that are out here, their stalks are like as thick as my thumb, man. So if I top that, there is going to be a big center hollow hole. Right. Like, is that an issue for pathogens or anything? Or you don't top if you have, you know, yeah, really thick is, stems? Man. I'll bet you'd want to do something with it. Um, some chewing gum on top or something like that. Not <laughs> necessarily. As long as you cut it like a 45 degree angle, the plant is able to heal that wound site. Uh, like readily and pr pretty quickly um, and topping it there just with the way the osmotic pressure is working in the plant it's, it should be a non-issue and osmotic, osmotic pressure, pressure. It, it's a trip what that means that's how the plant sucks up water from the roots it creates an area yeah, it uses transpiration to create low pressure so that it can bring because pressure always wants to go from high pressure to low pressure it's just the general, yeah. general rule of how osmotic pressure. So it's losing pressure through the leaves and sucking it up through the roots. Yep. No, that's, that's sweet. It's very interesting. It's fun to say, too. All right. I got over here. This is kind of a grow hack. And I have a, this is a special deer to me because the slugs here, the black slug in BC, dear God, this year, so annoying. We'll tell you why. But this is in from Ike Jones, Slug and Snail Beer Trap. It says, hey, DDC, just a quick grow hack for the outdoor gromies. Fill a small pan or dish with some beer and set it near your various greenies. The slugs are attracted to the beer, going for a sip, and, well, they drown. I'm sure you can figure out the rest. True, it's not the nicest thing but uh, to do it, but at least they get drunk before they drown. Cheers. Much love, DDC. Appreciate what you do. So That's yins. That's what yins do. First off, I will not share my beer with any slugs. And you have to set out. It's like happened every before, week. bro. It's happened before. It depends what time of night, you know? That's what Natty Light's for. <laughs> these things, these black slugs, which are invasive, <laughs> you know, they, they eat up on shit. They, they'll get on your greens. They'll climb up in the craziest places, get in your tomatoes. They'll do a lot of damage to gardens. And um, it's not ideal. There's some different granulars I think you can put out that they eat and it poisons them. But really, the size of these things, Scott, are anywhere from a couple inches to, like, four inches and they're slimy is they're, they're slimy as shit that, when you pick I'm one done. up i'm out of there man i'm tapping out it's such a gross slime on your finger so we got a little war with them because my wife transplanted some sunflowers from a spot where i had too many and literally that evening the slugs ate like three of them straight up just ate them oh, ate the tops gross. right out of them gross so uh the best thing for these because of the size is mechanical removal man or for us, we, we enjoy it now. I'm a nice guy. I try not to kill a spider in my house. I try to relocate a fly out of my freaking tent when I was camping, okay? Jesus. But when something bothers me, we put on the, the, the little plastic gloves and just went through the yard, and we were just winging them, winging them in the woods, winging them down the street. At your neighbor's even, windows. No, no, I don't want to take them over my neighbors. Usually I would almost be upset with myself if I went, I threw something and it landed, you know, 60 feet down on some concrete thump. But nah, I'm not really? too worried about these slugs. Oh, man. So they're gross. That, man. We threw probably about, you know, 50 or 60 that evening. And it totally, it does work. You got to, you know, do it again next week. But it really fucks with their population when there's that many reproducing and they're hermaphrodites as well, right? That means they have both sex organs and they can make their own kids kind of thing. I'm surprised so they leave their rooms, man. 
It's creepy, man. It's creepy. Um, so that's one thing that you uh, don't have in Colorado, and it is a bitch for growers here, man. Gross. Salt won't do anything. I know salt. Did you show that? Out, man. Yeah, that thing's gross. It looks like a fucking leech. Ugh, dude, get that thing off. That that man. did spark good conversation. Though. I don't know if it was you, Scotty, or Guru that said, "What about leeches? You know, don't they?" It just leeches? looks like one. It just looks like a fucking leech, man. And then we start joking about fucking what you use, like people. I don't. No, hey, I was le- trying to say a years ago. Or not even. Uh, leeches are still used today in like modern medicine. No. Um, I know for like if someone got bit by a brown recluse to bring down the swelling from that where right. it's like destroying the tissue. Um, and, and other – they'll use it to, to get rid of swelling. Are and you then serious? They th- also will use sometimes maggots to clean out wounds because maggots only eat dead flesh. So it won't eat the living stuff. It'll Guru, what should we the Google dead, to see? Stuff. Don't. Don't put it up. Don't. What should we, we Google we, for we maggots put it to see the good pictures? Uh, maggot wound care. And that's what we – we thought <laughs> We thought it might be interesting. We'll be like, oh, yeah, they do use maggots. Let's see what that looks like. We We're don't like, censor ourselves much, but oh that didn't God. make the show. That was horrible. That won't haunt me when I close my eyes, man. I wanted to put it on the show, and Scotty said we are not putting it on that on the show. Oh, no, man. I don't but, even like looking at that slug. That thing is, I'm glad we don't have them here. At first, I started just to be like, oh, just be a man. You can just pick them up and wing them. But they're slimy ass, nasty <laughs> slime, man. Like, fuck these things. Anyway. Yeah, man. You go, no, but they're slimy, man. Awesome. <laughs> All right. I got to do a shout out here, man, because I haven't <laughs> talked about it in a while. And I want to remind growers how to ensure their investment, their time, their Grow room with the pulsegrow.com, your environmental monitor. Scotty's running them. I've run, I'm not currently running one outside. I run one when I run my indoor tent. And it has all these different set points, whether it's to let you know that your lights came on at the wrong time, your lights went off at the wrong time, your humidity is too high, your VPD is off, your temperature is too high. It graphs all this shit. You can go back and see your whole grow. You can look at it on spreadsheets if you want to get technical, man, and uh, check out what's going on or why was, hey, this whole month, it's a good thing to keep uh, a grow team on point, too, when you're working with different guys and you're like, hey, Charlie was on zone A all last grow and it was the environment was shit. Like, he was, what was going on with that? Right. So, pulsegrow.com. Are you running your – oh, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to what's going on in your grow, actually. Oh, you uh-huh. think, man. <laughs> <laughs> pulsegrow.com. Coupon code, dude. Go check out what they have going on. Great guys over there. They've been coming out to the DGC Cup. They've been hooking up the DGC with units. So, uh, but with your dollars, pulsegrow.com. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mine is still sending me notifications, just so you know. Um, yes. Dude's <laughs> trying know. to out me, man. He's trying to out me. All right, we'll get that coming up. Out in Scotty. Got another Grow Talk question. Come this on. is called Genetics and Seed Prices. Okay. By right. Oreo Laser King, which sounds like a meme in itself. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm growing legit yeah. in Canada, and I've just purchased seeds. I picked seeds. I couldn't find any dispensaries, but I'm still not sure if I'm getting what I think I'm getting. How do you determine how much to spend on seeds and whether they're really good genetics? My genetics are Grape Stopper OG BX Limited Edition, Strawberry Nectar, which is Strawberry Banana crossed with back, a black Hindu Kush, and Fruit Loops from TH Seeds. Wait, wait, wait. The Grape Stomper OG is what? Uh, Grape Stomper BX by Max Stomper? We got that right, man? Is that right? I do not know. <laughs> I do know on there. I mean, I can just say from, I know TH Seeds. I know with Adam Dunn behind that, um, that he he's a reputable breeder. I can tell you that. I did have, uh, I could feature a great comment on here from Cos Groves, man. Sure. He, he kind of hey, shout out to Cos Groves, man. I actually know him, man. Cosgrove's 618. He goes, hey, man, so I'm weird, but hey, today I can be, LOL. When I'm looking for beans, I'm not worried about strain, hype, or awards. Not all great things come from great people. I look for strain. (laughs) You like that? That's deep. I'm going to think about that for a little bit, man, but I guess so. I guess so. I look for strains that will help me with the reasons I begin to smoke. Begin smoking to begin with. I get really bad anxiety attacks, so I try to see what helps with that and go from there. With that said, I'm currently running a seriously hyped up strain that just so happens to have what I need. I'm doing it as a trial. It says I got six 10 ratio females to males. So you got six females. Well, yes, six yeah, females and 10 males. 
Okay. I hunted down one. I'm currently, uh, and I'm running currently. I love seeds here now because it always arrives, but I found that smaller seed banks have the time to talk and recommend certain things you might not be able to get online. Just because chocolate mousse, number 69, runs amazing in my soil, doesn't mean it's going to be the same for you, even if you mirrored my growth style. I like that comment, man. It's always huge variables between growers' gardens. Um, he goes, but banks like Horror and THC Nomad can and will take the time to talk to each individual customer. So good advice from Cause Grow. Um, I think a lot of growers forget that when they're growing some cut and they say, I, why this isn't like my buddy's cut. Well, you're not growing like your buddy either. So there's a lot of uh, different variations. Agreed. I, agreed. But I mean, good cuts are good cuts or good seeds. I guarantee you, like I, would, I like Rasta Jeff. I'll shout out to him. He's right here. Mm-hmm. Um you go, I don't think his seeds are super expensive. And like, I just popped, like, I randomly picked something, Orange Gasm. It was fucking crazy strong, man. It was beautiful. As far as a strong plant, I didn't, I didn't finish it. But uh, it was just a, an amazing plant to grow. As other folks that have it are doing great with it. I would say a reputable breeder is really important. So, and I would start with Rasta Jeff. His shit ain't all that expensive. And he's accessible. Uh, yeah, and if you didn't check out, I think last time James Bean was on the show, I searched James Bean or Seeds Here Now, Dude Grows. He hung out for like over an hour. It was a great hang with you, with you Scotty. Um, and the way that he breaks down, and, and he doesn't just put – he vets his breeders, right? So you're going to be looking at what's going to be quality seeds. And I had a story come in from one of the patrons where Seeds Here Now just bent over backwards with customer service in a situation they didn't even have to handle fully. That wasn't entirely their fault, but uh, that's why we recommend them. So uh, I'm going to say that as far as obviously check out that bank. There are definitely other quality seed banks out there. This is uh, opening up finally. I just want, I hope all y'all get credit card processing soon. For God's sake, sending the money order in the mail is so old school. Uh, man, I just realized something deep. It's a huge difference what? between bending over backwards for someone and bending over forward for them. Mm. <laughs> okay, that is pretty deep, Scotty. Mm. <laughs> um, hopefully that helps. Uh, it's definitely when you're putting down a grip of money on some of these seeds, it gets you, it gets you thinking for sure. So, and that they have your back as well. Cause if you get a bum pack, which can happen, these are viable seeds. These are, you know, seeds. It's not a hundred percent guarantee on other shit they're going to take care of you. All right. Somebody five months ago, they bought a bamboo plant and they were like, bought like 20 of them. Hey, this one died, man. And they were like, you know, I mean, it, could you imagine that? I mean, just the frustration of that. I'm sure James Bean gets shit where, hey, man, one of my seeds didn't pop. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you, man. Yeah, it's it's not like you're selling. Yeah, it's a living a living thing. He waiting earns to have his more. money, though, man. He earns his money. <laughs> All right, where are we at here? We're going to go over to the pros list, man. Dudegrows.com forward slash pros. Uh, before we get into what's going on in our grows coming up, I wanted to talk about, which we haven't in a bit actually, but this Trioxy Complete, man. Michigan Matt hung out on the show a little bit. He's got the commercial uh, grow facility in Michigan, Mitten Canico. And we were asking, he's taking on a little grow tour. Uh, and we we're asking about how he takes care of stuff and cleans stuff. And he uses this Trioxy Complete to clean in between as far as surfaces, grow trays, and all that jazz. And it's ozonated water. And he's like, it seems it's kind of new, I guess. To I didn't believe to- in it for a while, man. That's why I held on to it. We have a beautiful machine here that I'm going to start using in the greenhouse. Not that I didn't believe in it. I didn't understand it, man. But Guru actually was always on the side of uh, of the technology. It's you. It's used pretty uh, like heavily in... Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to mess around with the camera. <coughs> it's used really heavily in like the food industry and food service industry, um, where they have moved away from using bleach to clean uh, like hard surfaces um, there of pathogens and stuff, and right. they use ozonated water or electrically oxidized water, kind of kind of same concept, a little bit different from each other, and it has uh, the same, if not better, efficacy than bleach does. So we would use it for like our greenhouse floor, the greenhouse panels, that kind of stuff. You can use it for all those hard surfaces. Right. But it can also be used uh, in veg as like a preventative spray for uh, bugs bugs and pathogens. I remember talking to At the same time, which, which is one of the like pretty cool aspects of it in that it's a fairly safe way to uh, sterilize um, your, your plants if you need to. 
It was pretty cool stuff. Is this the girl we were talking to? I know I was talking to a girl on the uh, on the phone about it, and then I was like, "Wow, this thing's very interesting." So, Eileen, Eileen, deal. All right, she is the business owner and inventor. Wow, that's actually pretty cool. But I think what you're supposed to use it 15, 20 minutes after you make it. You know, just real quick after you make it, you use it, but you can spray it on and just a hose in sprayer. It's fucking cool, bro. Yeah, Michigan Matt's going to try it on some plants and and do a report on it. Obviously, as a commercial grower in your regimen, you're a little bit you know weary of some things. But so far, a report's been good, guys. Uh, Triaxi Complete is over on dudegrows.com forward slash pros. Coupon code DUDE actually gets you $400 off of it. Um, their website is createtricksolutions.com. And if you can't remember that, just go to dudegrows.com forward slash pros and click on the Trioxy Complete. All yes. right. Yes, if you have to kill microbes, kill them with Trioxy Complete. <laughs> and do it while drinking a Malibu Splash. Mm -hmm. Mango uh, flavor. Check out all the other pros while you're over there and uh, have a good time. There's a lot of good gear, man. A lot of good gear. So what's going on in our grows, man? So, yeah, we can uh, bust balls real quick. You killed your indoor grush. Did you kill it or you just shut it off and put the plants out to die? Or how would you handle that? I shut it off. A couple of plants I kept. I think I kept, hopefully they kept the GMO. But the greenhouse is rocking. I might want to see about how long I can actually keep that going with some autos. Our autos are actually rocking pretty good. Um, I tried to bring one in here, but the camera wasn't right on it. And just to explain the indoor grow a little bit, we didn't nix that uh, because we just woke up one day and we're like, let's get rid of the indoor no, grow. We don't it was need actually that. rocking. It was a, like an electricity load balancing issue um, in the warehouse here. So to, to make sure that we were able to run the other things that we definitely need to run, uh, we, we couldn't run that indoor grow at the same time. I don't time. want an indoor grow in the summer, man. I got enough going on. If I got my outdoor grow rocking, all my other outdoor shiz going on, like, yeah, the, the indoor grows for the winter and fall time when I want see that and it, it makes me feel better so but like I'm, i said if you look behind me it seems summertime is here officially it seems to get a little bit hotter every now and then i feel bad that summertime just got there where you're at man we're like waiting yep. for it to be over here we're like whoa man <laughs> it's been here a long time so what's up in the greenhouse? You guys had some bugs what have you been up to uh you initially applied uh last growth to piganic i believe Py yeah. Okay. So Pyganic's a knockdown. It's that organic. Where they get it from the pistols of chrysanthemums. Chrysanthemum flowers. Yeah. So it's organic. It's real cool. But it, the plant, uh, the bugs develop a resistance to it. Lickety split. So um, we knocked them down with the Pyganic, and then we've been using the Marone Bio Innovations. And what is it, Guru? You applied this. I know there's three things, but I'll just give you the end real quick. And the fucking bugs are gone, man. They didn't come back after the knockdown. I took Scott out in the greenhouse today yeah. and was like, "Find me a single bug." And it was <laughs> single, single living bug. Find me one. <laughs> a sight, man. Nice. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a, a real believer in these products, man. So Marone Bio Innovations getting a thumbs up, man. And the idea with that is. We we use the pyganic, the organic pyrethrums, as a knockdown right. to, to get the population down because there, there were thrips and spider mites both in there. Um, knock their populations down and then start hitting them with the more uh, – it has a knockdown effect but more preventative stuff that will keep them from, from coming back. At all, so in doing that, I mixed up a tank mix of uh, regalia, which is not for the spider mites or thrips. It's actually a fungal pathogen. Um, it adds some resistance to the plant and helps them fight off powdery mildews, downy mildews, stuff like that. Uh, and then mixed it with venerate, um, which is uh, one of the biopesticides that uh, Marone Bio Innovations makes. Um, I got just you alternate between doing. You can always use the regalia, but then you mix in either venerate. Or their other one with it. What's the other one? Grand, Grand, Grand Devo. Yeah. Oh, man, we lost him, dude. I think we think lost the kid. Dude. Cut the cord. Uh, maybe. I'll fucking show him, man. My back. Won't yeah, let we, me drink my Malibu splashes. We got the dude back here, and yeah, Grand. So um, the way you're just what they look like. Uh, regalia um, is a liquid, and you mix it always at two tablespoons per gallon for your spray. Um, Grand Devo is a wettable powder. And you mix it between two and four uh, tablespoons per gallon um, for your spray. And then venerate. How many did you do? I did three. Um, okay. That says something about Guru's personality, doesn't it, man? I would have done four <laughs> or five, okay? Yeah, and, and <laughs> venerate's another liquid, and it's another one where it's two to four tablespoons per gallon. Of I would have done two. That's interesting. It says something about all of our personalities. No, I would have done two. Scott would have done max, more. 
<laughs> oh, right. The mats with a little overflowing, yes. With an with an active infection, though, I uh, wanted to go on the little heavy-handed side without being so heavy-handed that I'd have to do like a spray test and make sure that it wasn't uh, damaging the plants at all. Right. And it is nice. You said heavy-handed, but I spilled a little bit on my hand. And, I, dude, if you spill a real pesticide on your hand, you might have to go to the hospital, dude, for real. Um, just a little bit of knotweed extract. You'll yeah. Be, you'll be okay. It was pretty cool and microbes and stuff. So I, I was just, I dig this stuff. I dig, dig it. Right on. Oh, you want me to jump into micro here? You done? I do, man. I do. But I want you to get amped about it. Ready? Ready? <laughs> Dude, what's going on in your grow, man? This mega leaf. Check out the mega leaf here, man. I got some yes. big leaves popping off that. This is a Dude, fast project. man. It's either a C4 or the uh, SS, the six shooter, but all of them have some pretty big ass leaves. And it made me think, like, because we've talked about before, uh, plants can get too much light. So those plants are, they got the 600 watt S Spectrum King over them, a couple feet above them. And then right now, they're also getting full sun. Both of those things hitting them, and they're not minding it at all. When I was just kind of thinking, like, uh, shit, are they going to get too much light? Maybe I should turn. I maybe I'm wasting my LED right now, but I even like it when if a cloud goes over, I'm in limited time here. I still have full sun. You know what I mean? I do. I do. Yeah. Well, I don't know what grows those huge leaves like that, man. You know, is that strain dependent? You think, or is that just your environment rocking? Both, I would say. They're very vigorous right now. Um, you know, as far as, yeah, they're, they're just growing like crazy. One thing I did notice. Hang on, I, I, wanna, know, I want to interview like a Hollywood person. Dude, you've been known for growing huge leaves. What would you say is recent? Is that environment? Is that just your natural uh, talent? Uh, it's important to note that you, I had to trim away a few of those. Because basically, when you get the really big leaves, you will get some definite shading of other bud sites and stuff. So it's important to trim away <clears throat> the shade. But what I did notice, I gave my neighbors a few of the same autos as far as same seeds. Um, and they're, you know, four, six inch plants. And they were hanging the other day. And they're like, man, mine's already like starting to flower. And it's only like a, not even a foot and a half tall. And we had like 10 to 13 days of just horrible weather here in the low 60s and cloudy. Yep. yep. But every one of those days, I had full sun in the grow shack. So it uh, makes a huge difference. They're not going to be able to make up that time. I mean, we were talking, discussing on the show before, does the auto extend and give you more time if the weather's shitty out? I don't really think so. Like, no. it's just on that. I wonder if it wants to, to whatever, reproduce. So it's just like, hey, man, I got to do this quicker. These env- this environment sucks. Yeah. And if anybody's listening from autoflower.net, shout out to them. I think Jordan was running that over there. I haven't been over there in a bit. That seems like a, I mean, we should spend some more time learning a little over there. Hell yeah, man. This is good weed, man. Whatever's behind your, your head make, looks like a cartoon, like Yogi Bear tree now. It's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> I agree. This is, uh, I don't know what I'm token on. It's like the rest of my table bowl mix from the other day. So probably three different types, but groovy. Table bowl. All right. Before recharging it up here, door prize seeds. If you guys need some seeds, Uptown Funk from Brothers Grimm, uh, Mr. Souls Creations, go right to the homepage, dudegrows.com, and you can order it. I'm not ordered up. You can enter to win. Just enter the email. Don't have to be signed in. Don't have to be a member. None of that. But after you enter, social share. Increase your chances of winning. Spread the word of the show. And get these are feminized. You're going to get all ladies. That's always nice. So, yeah, kick it over there. If you don't get the pack this week, check it out next week and every week thereafter. I dig. <clears throat> yes, sir. Are yes, you, sir. Are you talking on your how many joints this show? Just one joiner? I rolled two joints. Just because I didn't want to upset you, man. You know what I mean? I rolled two joints and I smoked two joints. And then, I and then you two rolled more. two more. I probably won't smoke two more. <laughs> now I got the pirate cake. I tell you what, I will show you this cake crasher since we got the bud cam. It makes Ross and Jeff smile over there, but check this out. This is some fuzz right there, no? Mm. Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff, man. Beauty. That's what All we're right. smoking on. And I actually, I tell you what, if, as long as we're doing it, pirate cake, which is something weird as well. Um, Loving in her eyes is the grower for all this stuff, of course. It's my, my, my grower of choice right now. But not as pretty, but gets you really fucking high, man. 
But so, it's not as pretty, huh? Not as pretty. Mm-mm. It makes you wonder if it's different, though. It's real dark looking, probably grows blue. But it just makes you wonder how these, these would do in the DGC Cup, you know, because everything is eye appeal. Eye appeal and smell are, I think, the two most important factors in that style of a judging event. Dude, we were talking about somebody that lost their sense of smell and taste for good. And it was like pre-COVID. I heard people are taking them a long time to get their smell and taste back. And, um, yeah, it led to like severe depression and stuff like that. And you don't realize how much you, how much pleasure you get from smell and taste, man. Could you imagine that? Like even mm. sure you're smelling something natural outside. Could you imagine if that smelled exactly like inside? Nothing. What if you had to pick one or the other? I'm definitely going with, I want to keep my taste. Yeah. Could you imagine how depressing it'd be like grandma's meatballs just taste like bland as fuck you know? but wait you can't have one without the other right isn't I don't it if you hold so. your think. nose and eat some stuff it changes how things taste i think so yeah all, pretty sure it's all an olfactory response fucking a yes yeah. yeah, hey but miracle fruit that's something cool playing around with that as well ah, why don't i ever bring those back from florida you know about those right dude we tried. You have brought some back before, but it requires like 80% humidity, humidity all the time. Yeah. It's just tropical. Hard in Colorado. It's like just tropical. It looks like a little bean, and you eat it, and then it fucks with your taste buds, man. It's like yeah, I've done that. I swear to God, you can just take like a lemon and eat it, and you're like, wow, it tastes like chocolate. It, man, this is cool. It flip-flops uh, how you're, you perceive taste. Mm-hmm. So you're... Uh, it, it flip-flops sour and sweet. It's so, amazing. like, coffee tastes like sugar water. Yep. Um, and it, they tried to commercialize this uh, back in the day, I think, like, in the 70s. Cool. Um, the same week, their patent got denied, and the FDA denied the Miracle Fruit-like tablets that could be, like, revolutionary for diabetics. Aspartame came on the market and got passed through the FDA. If you think, if you're into conspiracies at all. That's My wife gurus into one. Bits of information. Yeah. I like when my wife calls it a Spartan. It's like the European <laughs> version. <laughs> Spartany? A Spartan. Okay. I just take let her it, go with take it, it. Man. I'll let her go with it, you know. <laughs> anyway, you know what they used to use that miracle fruit for? I think they use it like in really poor countries uh, to give kids medicine that tastes like shit. You know, medicine's always sour and bitter, and they get them to take the medicine with that stuff. Yep. Yes. I will give a shout out to <laughs> Sorry, we had a we had a truck passing. Uh, I will give a shout out to ECHO Echo Global Village down in Southwest Florida in Fort Myers. They do all that stuff. They sponsor those type of projects. They go and they help kids all around the world. It's a That's cool. cool place, man. All right, I'm gonna take it over this article about microbes. All right, yes, sponsored sir. by Recharge. Recharge it up. This is titled "Bacteria with a Metal Diet Discovered in Dirty Glassware." Uh, Caltech microbiologists have discovered bacteria that fe- feed on manganese. Manganese. Ma- you know, manganese, like a lot of people don't know what that means, but, you know, not until you're assistant greenskeeper, you know. Necessary plant micronutrient. That's my Carl Lipbaum from Caddyshack, remember? Manganese. I did not catch that one. Manganese. <laughs> Goes, um, and they use the metal as their source of calories. Such microbes were uh, predicted to exist over a century ago, but none have been found or described uh, until now. These are the first bacteria found to use manganese as their source of fuel, says Jared Ledbetter, Ledbetter That's a cool professor of environmental name. microbiology at Caltech, who in collaboration with postdoctoral scholar Han Yu describes who, the finding. Who did all the hard work there, man, huh? What's that? Nothing. Keep going. What I mean, I wonder is what is it? So is manganese mainly what metals made of? No, Ma- th- manganese is is an element. So it, it's uh, like when you break things down to their smallest without going into like neutrons, protons, and electrons. Manganese is is uh, so, like on the periodic table of elements. But it's, and it's a necessary plant nutrient at the same time. And it is in some types of metal, I imagine. And that's what's happening is it's pulling it out of some types of metal. Is, is that right? Uh, I wouldn't in, I, I don't know exactly how they did this experiment. In nature, it wouldn't, you don't just find like manganese metal. It would be from an ore that you would then have to extract that from. Um, but this is actually able to uh, use manganese as like a source of fuel for it instead of uh, sugars. 
is, and by the way, there's all sorts of this stuff going on inside the pipes. They were talking about uh, there's, uh, what's it called? Some kind of bacteria thermos, something that lives in hot water and it lives in hot water inside the pipes. I was always told not to use hot water for cooking. And I was like, I don't know why. And it's because these bacteria, there's bacteria that love hot water that won't die when you cook with them. It's fucking interesting. They're not really harmful to or anything, but. Yeah, they're always finding out all kinds of new shit with all these microbes, man. It's super cool. It's just like exploring space. Well, and, it is. And this one was pretty cool, Justin, that uh, it, this discovery happened in a way that a lot of discoveries in microbiology have happened, where this guy put, he made the right conditions for this bacteria to shine without knowing he was doing so. He was doing an unrelated experiment, um, had some type of like manganese ore in a little jar, got it wet and then left it for a month and didn't check on it and came back and found the bacterial growth on it. A full-on serendipitous reaction. Yes, I mean, same way that, like, uh, in the early 1900s, they found penicillin. That was a fleck of dust flew in through an air vent and landed on a Petri dish, and boom, we got antibiotics. I don't know. I heard they found the specific strain that they use on a cantaloupe, man. They went out searching and found it. You know, it's all urban legend. They they found it, and then they had to find the right strain of it that was going to make a high high amount of antibiotics. The same way that in, like, the microbes in Recharge. Things you can have the exact same microbe there, but sure. some of them have been bred for like resilience in horticulture, agricultural systems. Yes, some of them are bred to be more efficacious and virulent um, in their, oh. their like native environments. <laughs> but and it's stuff. true, all so, Bacillus subtilis aren't the same. There's different species, just like all cannabis isn't the same. Just like all penicillin strains aren't the same. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> if you want to get, I'll sell you your own microbes, get some of that recharge, go to realgrowers.com, coupon code DO to hook you up. If you are up in Canada, rechargecanada.ca, uh, you can get your hands on these microbes and get basically just create some dank nugs, healthier soil microbes. If you haven't been listening, that's what we've been all about on this show for a while and learning with you all along the whole way. I've been loving it. I got a shout out to someone in the chat uh, and he makes a really good point. OG Brick 420 said, that's how diamonds and sauce were discovered. In cannabis, and I almost guarantee you that probably is. Someone had a jar and they left sat it somewhere, it. Yeah. somewhere that it got a little hot, left it there, and then came back and we're like, oh, what I do here? Wow, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's crystallized. Nice. All right, before we do some shout outs, you got to cover me, Scotty. I got a dump truck coming by here. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. How, well, I don't know. I'm doing a bad job of covering you, dude. <laughs> Oh, come on. Come on. I covered you when you smoked the J the other day. This is what you get with a live show. So if you want to know the people sometimes that are curious, what a three dump trucks. Wow, man. Wow. What are they hauling? dude? What are they hauling? Um, dirt or gravel, something like that. Hey, shit's expensive. Isn't it amazing how important that is? I'm sure like people in the city or whatever probably don't understand. But like that's that's important, man. the, The roads are made out of dude. Yes, yes, they are. I don't know. It just bothered my peacefulness a little bit, but it's okay. <laughs> it's gone now. I'm going to tell everybody if you had a good time, dudegrows.com forward slash support. Check it out. Uh, let's do some shout outs, Scotty, to these guys producing the show, making it happen. I'm going to do Come it with DGC. Oaky Grow 720 and Duke Nudum. <laughs> I got single T and Buffalo Buds. Driftwood 420, what up? And Bipolar Grower, how you doing? Uh, my legal 420 and Dr. Philip Good. Carlos Fandanko <laughs> and uh, Magic Myco. All right, it. guys. Stay higher, my friends. I think I'm just actually distracted, Scotty, by all the sun behind me. I got to go get in the sun. I just got to go get my 10 minute tan with no, uh, you know, my 10 minutes of vitamin D. <laughs> that Yogi Bear tree has me distracted, dude. How do I get on this? <laughs> Stay higher, my friends. We'll talk to you soon. He's out. Take her easy, dude. Hold on. Ah, that was nice, brother. That was fun. Hold on.